It's like this. I'm gonna start from the top. Inspect the deck. He's like, he's like that dude that'll sit back and watch you play yourself and all that, right? And see you sit there and know you lying, and he'll take you to court after that, cause he the inspector. That's why he the, and and also he the rebel lioness. You know what I'm saying? And, and Shalor Ray Kwan, he the chef. He cooking up some marvelous shit to get your mouth watered on some old shit. Then then it's then it's the method, man. It's like mad different methods to the way I do my shit. You guys smoke a bean in here. I'm telling you, my basically method, man, is like roll that shit, light that shit, smoke it. You know what I'm saying? And then baby you, he, he a psychopathic, he a psychopathic thinker. Then we got, then we got the old dirty bastard, cause there ain't no father to his staff. That's why he the old dirty bastard. Ghost face killer, you know what I'm saying? He on some now you see me, now you don't. You know what I'm saying? And and the RZA, he the sharpest motherfucker in the whole clan. He always on point. He's a sharp. With the beats, with the rhymes, whatever, any DJ. And the Jizza, the genius is just the genius. He he's the backbone of the whole clan. He the head. Let's put it that way. We we form like Voltron, and it just happened to be the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's up, mi gente? This is Matt Munoz from Bakotobi.com. And on this episode 59 of the Bakotunes podcast, we proudly welcome Raekwon, the chef from the mighty Wu-Tang Clan. Bakotopia is celebrating all things hip-hop in December, and it just can't get any bigger and deafer than the Wu. Hailing from Staten Island, New York, the greatest crew in hip-hop history have collectively left the Shaolin Monastery to once again form like Voltron and save the rap game from all things whack. Their new CD, 8 Diagrams, has just hit the streets, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Raekwon was cool enough to serve up a healthy meal for Bakotunes and talk Woo history, the Woo family dynamic, and give his very honest opinion on a variety of topics. Don't forget to catch the Wu Tang Clan live at the Fox in downtown Baco on December 22nd, 2007. And enter to win tickets to the show by visiting www.bakotopia.com and search keyword Woo. Listen up, Hip Hop 101 is back in session and Raekwon the Chef is about to speak. Hush up. This is episode 59 of the Baco Tunes podcast brought to you by bakotopia.com. Yeah. Is this Raekwon? Yes, sir. What up? Right on, man. I was looking at the the poll start. Now, has the, has the actual Eight Diagrams tour already started? Or are you guys just doing some sporadic shows? Yeah, nah. This is considered a regular tour. This is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is a tour. This ain't no Eight Diagrams tour. How have the responses been to the to the show so far? Oh, oh, it's crazy. I mean, you know, people love to see the clan come together and do what they do. So, you know, like I said, when it comes to performances and giving good shows, I mean, people already know what Wu-Chang do, though. So I think more or less people just pay to just come and hear the classic hip-hop and, you know, fuck with a legendary group. How does one of hip-hop's all-time greatest groups, if not the greatest hip-hop group, and I mean that sincerely, manage to get together for tours? I mean, how hard is it to get everybody together? Well, number one, when it comes to touring, I mean, this is something that, you know, dudes got to do to provide for themselves, you know what I mean? So, like I said, you know, it's been a long time since we actually been touring consecutively with one, with one another. But at the end of the day, it'll allows us to open up doors for like sponsors to come in and deal with us. It gives us the opportunity to go run around and meet the people again and you know, talk to them, let them know what's going on with the previous projects what we're working on, you know what I mean? Which is, you know, Cuban Links is definitely you know, on the forefront. And um, basically like I said, man, we like rockers, man. We just go out and just go tour the world and let them know what we're doing. The 8 Diagrams record will be out. People have an opportunity to come see us, you know, just basically kick it with us and, you know, have fun 
funny shit. When, when you guys go to like Europe and some of the most re remote parts of the of the planet, does it freak you out when you see people like in Prague and, and people all over the world putting up W's and shows and tattoos? I mean, the Wu-Tang is spread all over the world. How does that affect you when you see the impact that you guys have had on the world? I mean, it, it affects me so much that it's like me being loyal to the people for the rest of my life because, you know, like I said, that's the difference that we have than other groups have. It's like we attack the world at one time. A lot of other groups don't have the ability to be as successful as we have been in different countries and different regions of the planet. So I think with me, it's just a blessing. You know, I feel like we put the work in. I feel like we have shown a lot of people, not only in walks of life, but people in the industry, how you can make a lot of money, how you can basically allow your dreams to come true. And, you know, I'm, I'm forever loyal to that, man. To the fans, you know, and like I said, when it comes to me going to different countries, I don't even have to hope that they know it already. I know they know it. And <laughs> yeah. I I think that just comes with just, you know, being being hard workers, man, and, and you know, being authentic with, with, with our craft. Right you know, a lot of people right now is just tired of this bullshit hip-hop, and if they got to really go find the dudes that they really want to find, I think we definitely one of the top contenders. I'm going to go back to a little bit of the history. Like, in 1993, Enter the Wu-Tang came out, and, I mean, gangster rap was hitting big right over here on the West Coast, and you guys just really brought it back to the East Coast with that album. The sound, the culture, the videos, the image, and everything. What was it like back? In 93 for the Wu. I mean, you know, back then it was just all about, you know, the fat out of the gang just basically having some kind of skill and some kind of belief in what they believed in. You know, we, we was always smart dudes. You know, a lot of us ain't finished high school, but that didn't necessarily mean that dudes ain't had some kind of intellect. Like, Islam actually helped my life almost almost 90%. So, you know, that allowed me to know who I am and, and make me a smarter brother. You know what I mean? So, I think we just came in with them kind of tactics as far as, you know, knowing that the business is a, is a business that, you know, they want they want good music. They want yeah. they want good records. And I think at that time, everything just had to happen like that because we had a different kind of sound. We came in with nine dudes, which was even unthought of back then because, you know, you never had, you never had more than two or three guys in a group back then. You know what I mean? Besides Public Enemy or, you know, an ex-clan or, you know what I mean, somebody like that. Yeah. You guys basically created the rap super group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys created that. And we knew that. And we knew that. <laughs> but it was almost like a gift and a curse because when you're trying to deal with nine individuals, and you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. even nowadays, like, it's just so hard to still have everybody, nine individuals, punctual at every given event because, you know, niggas got kids now. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, sometimes, you know, you may have been gone for so long that you, 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 you stop forgetting your kids. You don't mean to forget them, but you just, it just happens because you saw out there just working hard. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it may be a point, like, I may call Meth, yo, come to the studio. He may say something like, yeah, I got a baby shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boom, I got to do this. You know what I mean? And, and shit like that, we always gonna respect first because before anything, we are men. And, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta do what you gotta do, though. Yo, yeah. But I just think, I just think at the end of the day, us coming in as a group, we showed the world that we was all for one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's what we did. And, and you know, it, it turned out to be what it was because you had so many different talented individuals in one group that it just basically, it made history right then and there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The Wu organization is kind of turning like a, not just a business model, but role models for like the whole rap game because you guys are real close and all that stuff and you 
got a lot of creative minds at work, but being right. able to put everything away to get together. Do a lot of other groups come to you guys and, and, and ask you for advice? Like, well, how do you guys manage to do that, man? It's got to be crazy. Do, do they come to you for advice? I mean, I mean, not really, I say, come to us for advice, but, you know, there have been times brothers may ask us, you know, how y'all, how y'all, how y'all make it happen? How, how y'all all get together? And, you know, we always keep it real. Like, it's not easy, you know what I mean? And I think, and like I said, going back to it being a gift and a curse, me personally, I doubt if you ever see a group like that ever again fall. You know what I mean? Because it's just so hard and difficult with dealing with non-different mentalities, you know what I mean? Then having to worry about, you know, how the money is being split and, you know, everybody being on time, being that they're coming from different places. It's real hard. So in my eyes, it's like, if I had the opportunity to put out a group with nine individuals and they all was nice, I probably would second-guess myself on that. <laughs> yeah. Right, because it, it, it's deep, you know what I mean? In 95, Only Bit for Cuban Links once comes out, it's considered one of the, another groundbreaking hip-hop record, and it really set off the whole, you know, mafioso lyrical style that you're known for. Can you talk about how you developed that? I developed that style from just living in real life with real-life issues around me. Like, you know, I was in the street. I was, a, um, you know, a street peddler like maybe a lot of dudes in the business was. I think when I came in the game, that's all I really knew how to choke about was the stuff that I was actually really real-life living, you know what I mean? And it was just me just basically just keeping it real with what I like. I, I grew up off the, the Big Daddy Kings and the Rock Kims. Yeah. These are the dudes that, that meant so much to me as a hip-hop because I was able to relate to their style. So I was just basically speaking from their side where they was representing dudes like me. Now you got dudes out there representing themselves like me now. Mm -hmm. So it, it becomes like a movement. And I think that's all I was doing was just repping a movement that basically ain't really had no desire to be in on any commercial level. Just, you know, a street thing right then and there. You, oh, yeah. you know, now you got, you got so many dudes, you know, coming with the same format, but it is whack because a lot of motherfuckers don't really on that side, but they use it as a shield because they look at themselves as being more real or whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, our whole shit was just a hustle, man, and then coming in this game was a hustle. We knew it was a dirty business, so it's the same shit as being on the streets. Now, you know, you got all these dudes now that that's just coming with the shit, but you really just can't feel them all the way. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on. Old Dirty, rest in peace. Yeah, you know, how, how was he as a friend and crewmate? Oh, uh, he, he was the best. I mean, you know, as much as we may salute RZA, it's like, I gotta salute Old Dirty because he was the spunk. He was the dude that really allowed us all to have that confidence that we had when we was doing we was doing you know what I mean like I said Old Dirty was he was like the, the, the first officer the first leading officer so it's like you know when you when, when you say you Wu-Tang you don't feel his energy before you walk out the door you might not be Wu-Tang you know what I mean so it's just beyond words on how I feel about what he has put into the music you know he also was a producer at the same time of being a rap dude or whatever uh -huh. you know what I mean rhyming and all that nice. shit you know what I mean just his spirit alone being in the building allowed us to feel like champions even when we wasn't the champs at the time yeah. so you know that's just something that he's always gonna be in my heart you know what I mean it's mm -hmm. like it's, it's just like that you know what I mean so yeah, you guys are that's close. what it is yeah. yeah, the album drops on Tuesday. What's the, what's the anticipation level like? You know, what's what's the what's the vibe between the whole group and the people around you? Well, honestly, you know what I mean. Like I said, I don't know if you really 
fully aware what's going on, but I'm not going to say that I was vetoing the album, but I felt like the album could have been stronger, so at the end of the day, I'm all over the motherfucker. And if people love the album, y'all love it, hey, I don't love it. I'm not in love with it. And I want to be in love with my music, and I'm not going to badmouth it, but I'm not going to also act like I'm really, really feeling it. You know what I mean? So whoever feels it, and if you like it, and if you're a real Wu fan, I hope you enjoy what you enjoy. You know what I mean? But right now, I think I'm a little bit bigger and stronger. But as far as the record is concerned, you know, it's coming out. You know, like People are just happy to see you guys together. That's what that's what. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, you know I know the real when it comes to that. Yeah. But it's like it's just so important that, you know what I mean, we come with a lot of times what the people may want. It's like this. I'm at the point where it's like a title fight. Mm-hmm. I got to come in and knock motherfuckers out. I don't want to fight the whole 12 rounds because if you're fighting somebody and people looking at you as the champ and you, and you dangerous, you got to come in and knock a motherfucker out to really make them believe that you on your shit. You True. know what I mean? True. As far as with this record, this may be one of them one of them joints that people may be like, yo, nobody got knocked out. I don't feel like the fight was worth was worth the fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's to each his own. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm just basing my opinion on what it is or whatever, whatever in my eyes. It may be somebody else that may be like, yo, Ray, you bugging out. Shit is hard. And mm-hmm. if that's what it is, hey, that's what it is. Yeah. It may be somebody that be like, yo, Ray, you was right. I ain't feeling. At least they know at the end of the day, Shaq always say, yo, it could have been stronger, man. That's all. Well, that's li- leading into my next question is, that, oh, you got Cuban Links to another big anticipated record for 2008. So, let yeah. me tell you something. That record right there is going to put me so much in front again far as, you know what I mean? Like I said, number one, I do this for the real hip-hop fans, number one, too. You know what I mean? I know I know we're going through a transition with the new generation of, of hip-hoppers and all that shit right now, but this album right here is, is really my... my is this your opus? The word. Yeah. <laughs> the opus, yeah, the opus is a journey, though. The opus is a journey. You know what I mean? But at the same token, this album is already classic just based on the accessories involved with this record. You know what I mean? When you think of some of the top producers in the game that been doing this shit for so long, when you when you look at it and say, yo, you got a RZA, you got Dr. Dre, you got a Molly, you got a Scratch, you got certain dudes up there that really, really put a lot of work ethic going on in this game, man. You know, I just feel real confident about the record. I hate talking about it too much. I want to show people... And at the end of the day, this this is my baby right here, kid. This one right here, we went off on this one. <laughs> is it done? Or you just you do you put it away and then come back to it every once in a while. Well, you know, not you know, what I mean, in my eyes, nothing's never done until it's actually in the store and we say it's done. It's like that's how I always was with any record I did. It's just all about you know, you work on it to the end. You know, that's just the kind of you know person I am when it comes to giving y'all my work. Yeah. I always want to give you my best, so it it won't be over until it's actually in the store and it's over. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. today, I may run across something and, and catch an idea and say, yo, you know what? I'm gonna take that back to the lab and I'm gonna, I'm gonna dissect that thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. never really over. It's just me always just trying to give y'all the best of me, man. That's all. That's cool. Now you, uh, you kind of like fostering any other talent out there? We got anybody under your nah, wing that you're working? I mean, with? I mean, well, you know, you know, I mean, you know, we got an ice water project that's out there. Yeah. I mean, my dudes from Staten now, and I think that a lot of people look past them or may have not knew that the record is out. But, but I'm, I'm telling you, give, give that record some light in your, in your jukebox.
boxes and all that shit. Cool. You will see some new talent, but so far, it hasn't really been like a major buzz on them yet, but they got a beautiful album out there, you know what I mean? And you know, they got a lot of dudes that's in the game right now that's holding weight, that supported their movement, you know what I mean? So yeah. that that's the, like the last project that I, I kind of like have my eyes on. But right now, it's just about Ray. Bakersfield, man, it's, the city is buzzing right now, looking forward to having the clan in town. It's the first time. What can the fans right here look forward to at this show? Nothing but pure energy, clear, clear voices, you know, hell of the energy. It's just going to be fun, you know what I yeah. mean? Because, you know, sometimes I may go to a show and, you know, just play the sideline, watch other cats perform and all of that. And, and I'm like the fans, too, because I'm a fan of a lot of shit as well. And, you know, sometimes you want to hear, you know, dudes come up there and sound like how you want to sound. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you listen to motherfuckers, you like, yo, you don't sound nothing like the record. He sound like he don't care. He sound like he just up there just trying to, like, not really make me feel it. Like, to me, all I could just say is you're going to get your money's worth. We're going to do some classics. We know y'all love the classics. You know what I mean? I love classics myself. I love <laughs> doing them records. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, man, just nothing but energy. going to sign a couple of autographs and, you know, walk out in the crowd and all of that. And just, you know, just be a part of the people because we are the people as well. Man, I really appreciate you taking the time. I've been a fan for years. Years and man, I mean, I'm just buzzing myself talking to you on the phone, and I look forward to having you guys here. What can't wait for the new record and for Cuban Links too. Ghostface Records out right now at Slamming too, so yeah. continuous quality coming from the Wu Camp. You guys have a safe tour, and, and we'll see you here in Bakersfield on December 22nd. No doubt. Thanks, Raekwon. Peace. 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 Extra special thanks to Raekwon, the chef of Wu Tang Clan. Pick up eight diagrams now. Catch them live at the Fox, and don't forget to pick up the latest collector's edition of Bakotopia magazine with all things hip hop. This is Matt Munoz from Bakotopia.com. Peace.